There's an overwhelming amount of financial advice in the news and on social media. Who do you listen to? Are they looking out for what's best for you? How do you tune out the noise? In this podcast, trusted advisors Emily Agosto, CPA, and Amanda Vaught, JD, bring their extensive education and experience to delve into all aspects of personal finance. Emily and Amanda make topics like investing, taxes, and financial planning interesting and accessible. And they provide a framework to help you think through the plethora of financial advice and news out there. Are you ready to start making the best personal financial decisions for you? Welcome to Connecting the Dollars with Propel Financial Advisors. Hey, Emily, how are you? Doing well, how are you? I'm good. I'm um, happy to be back into Chicago for a little spring break trip. Yeah, and that's nice. You actually got spring weather because you never know at the beginning of April what it's going to be like here. I know, it's beautiful. I want to turn off this podcast recording and go <laughs> play outside and stuff. But, you know, we got to talk about taxes. So always. Yeah. Um, but before that, so it's spring, we're coming up on Earth Day, and we wanted to let everyone know that Amanda is going to be doing an Earth Day webinar on April 27th. Yes, in honor of Earth Day, I'll be doing a webinar on green investing, um, talking about how you can incorporate environmental um, concerns into your investment portfolio. Um, I'll be covering that and also talking about some ESG issues. ESG has been in the news lately a lot. And, and then also talking about some um, performance, uh, you know, how ESG did in the past year. Nice. And um, hopefully you can come to that. But if you are celebrating Earth Day another way, um, just encourage you to get outside and enjoy nature. I can't wait to get in my yard and like set out the dill for all those eastern swallowtail caterpillars that are going to start showing up here. Oh, nice. So fun. I know. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm going to order caterpillars for my kids so they can watch them turn into butterflies. Do you think I should get dill for them? Is that a good thing? It depends on the particular okay. caterpillar. But yes, I've got my, you can't see them over here. But I bought like seven dill plants because they really like tear it up yeah yeah it's oh impressive. okay oh fun i love that you know that stuff uh, yeah okay i'll post some pictures yes yes <laughs> okay and i meant to say if you are interested in attending our webinar on green investing in honor of earth day leave a note if you're watching this on youtube just leave a note in the comments and i can send you the link to register for that okay, okay. So well Something else that is going on mm -hmm. in spring in mid-April, we are coming to the end of tax season. This will come out after tax day. So we wanted to, to kind of uh, check in with everyone. Did you have a bad experience? Did you owe? Were you surprised you owed? Um, was it a scramble or super annoying to get all the stuff to your tax preparer? Um, well, if it was any of those things, <laughs> we want to encourage you to uh, do some tax planning throughout the year, mm -hmm. check in with your tax preparer, your financial advisor, um, you know, once or twice, if something has changed in your life, you've, um, you know, bought a new house, had a new child, um, or if, you know, you had a bad tax experience this year. Mm -hmm. So, um, don't, yeah. don't worry. Uh, 
don't like sweep everything under the rug and then be like, we'll deal with it next year. There's things you can do now. Um, what do you think about that, Amanda? Yeah, I think um, an issue I've seen with a lot of people is that a lot of people don't appreciate how these things can impact their tax return. Um, but they do and they can and talking to your tax preparer or your financial advisor in advance before you do these things can really help a lot. Mm -hmm. So things like renting out an apartment, you might think I'll just rent out this property. Um, yes, that's going to impact your tax return. Um, if you're going to hire a nanny and pay your nanny um, on the books guess what, that's gonna affect your tax return. Mm -hmm. If you have an investment portfolio and you have big gains, big losses, that's gonna impact your taxes. Um, all kinds of things people do throughout the year, the IRS wants to know about it. <laughs> um, and then once it becomes, you know, February, March, you're getting your documents together for taxes um, and you send them to your tax preparer, I'm like, why didn't you tell me about this earlier? So, yeah. um, cause a lot of things you can deal with during the tax year that you can't deal with once the year right. is finished. Right, Emily? Yeah. There's several things that if they're not done by 1231 of that year, that's it. Like you have to face whatever consequence occurred. Um, so yeah. And then also we were talking about uh, a little bit about this before we started recording, but just the importance of working with a financial advisor who understands tax as well. So it's not just, um, you know, if you have a tax preparer and a financial advisor and they're not talking to each other or they're not familiar with, you know, what type of activity you're doing on either side mm -hmm. that can come back to bite you, unfortunately. Amanda, you said you had a client that had some, is it losses or gains that kind of them up a little bit oh yeah a lot of um short-term capital losses in their investment account um i i just uh as far as investing that can impact your taxes if you're using a brokerage account and there's a way to do it tax efficiently and there's a way to do it tax inefficiently um, <laughs> so depending if you know if you're doing a diy investing um a lot of people it, I mean, it depends. Some people are more familiar with the tax code than others. Some financial advisors are more familiar with the tax code than others. So, um, um, you know, it's just something that can you can keep in mind and it's something that you can change, yeah. you know? And if it did happen where you did have an issue with an investment account impacting your tax return, that's okay, it happens, we see it all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, okay, now let's say that happened, let's move on. How do we make it better for next year, right, Emily? Yeah, um, and just at Propel, like we all are pretty familiar, we're all very familiar with taxes, I would say. Um, all of us have prepared taxes, we all understand um, you know, how retirement accounts, especially in the investing world, affect your tax planning and your just overall tax return. Um, things like Roth conversions are very popular right now and popular, maybe not the right word, but um, there's a good reason to do them for a lot of people. It makes sense um, mm -hmm. because of the recent tax laws for some people it still doesn't, but um, yeah, things like Roth conversions, backdoor Roth IRAs, just in general, like what you're investing in, in each account mm -hmm. can really make a big difference on your tax return or, you know, just in the, in your future tax returns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in general, uh, in a, a brokerage account, 
like what we would call a not tax advantaged account mm -hmm. where a tax advantaged account would be a retirement account like a Roth IRA, an IRA, a 529, um, those type of accounts. A brokerage account is not tax advantaged. So in those you pay your taxes as you go or as you accrue gains or you, you, you sell something in the account or you um, accrue interest or dividends from what you're holding. Um, and so there's different ways you can invest in that account. And one of them for people who are doing DIY don't realize um, is retirement date funds. So they'll say, oh, I have this brokerage account. I want the money in here for retirement. I'm just gonna buy a, a retirement date fund from one of the big brokerage houses. And um, those retirement date funds are meant to be in retirement tax advantaged accounts. But when you buy them in your brokerage account, you're getting a lot of tax inefficiency because the people who manage them are doing them thinking that they don't have to pay taxes on them until retirement. And when you put it in a brokerage account, you're paying the taxes as you go. And so if you're holding those types of investments, they can generate significant tax bills mm -hmm. that maybe you're not ex expecting. Um, so that one can be really problematic and it's something we've seen a fair bit of. Um, also holding things like mutual funds in general are considered less tax efficient than ETFs or um, individual stocks. You know, we do a lot of buy and hold strategy for our clients so that lets you control your tax when you're going to sell something, you can know it's gonna come and you say, oh, I'm gonna sell the stock, it's gonna generate X amount of dollars in tax. I can plan for it, I can prepare for it, yeah. that type of thing. So it's not just about having the different types of accounts, it's also putting the right investments in the right accounts. Right, exactly. And yeah, like maybe not right versus wrong, but like more efficient. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and even, yeah, that's stocks and also bonds too, you know, um, are municipal bonds appropriate for you? Municipal bonds have their own um, tax advantages if you put them in your brokerage account instead of your retirement account. Um, and so you want to put maybe your municipal bonds in your brokerage account if it's the right investment for you um, and your other bonds in your other accounts, that type of stuff. Yeah. So there's so much more to go into um, in a financial advising session than just like, I'm I want to retire in 20 years and, um, you know, this is what I have. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. so much, so you can go so much further. And if you're not talking about taxes with your financial advisor or investment advisor, um, you should really start asking some questions, um, especially if you had uh, an unfortunate, unexpected tax bill this year or in previous years. Yeah. So, yeah, we just kind of wanted to point out that you do have control over your tax return. It's not, you know, something magical that the government's like, we're choosing you to pay. We're choosing you to get a return. So mm -hmm. um, people take it personally. Yeah. When really. you're like the you all the IRS. Well, why me? <laughs> I know, especially if you've gotten like refunds for several years and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden you oh, it's like, what the heck? Yeah. I, I do. I know. I think maybe we should do a whole episode just on basic education yeah. and how taxes work, don't you think, Emily? Yeah, we can um, definitely <laughs> yeah. go into a lot there. Yeah. Um, even just basic like 
You would think it'd be basic, but it's not the withholding from your paycheck if you're a W-2 full-time employee, mm -hmm. the W, what's the W-4? I yes, was W-4. When you fill that out, that form is confusing, right? Yeah. I mean, I, they don't make it easy on people. No. No. So it's hard. Yeah, it's definitely difficult. Um, and that's without even getting into like, if you have dependents or if you have, you know, multiple jobs, so it's not a one one fits all one size fits all approach with that W four either. So, mm -hmm. what other kind of tax planning strategies would you recommend, Emily? Yes, I kind of mentioned uh, briefly is to just look at things on a quarterly basis at least with your advisor or some people. You know, you only need to check in maybe over the summer and then again in the fall. Um, if you have a seasonal job where you make a lot of money at the end of the year or at different points of the year, you'll definitely need to um, stay on top of that. And mm -hmm. if you're a small business owner and you have um, seasonal business or slow periods, that is another thing to really pay attention to, to make sure that you're getting your quarterly estimated tax payments in because you're someone who is not, who does not have a W-2 and is not having tax withholding taken out for you. Mm -hmm. um, so if you fall into any of those categories, if you're not doing tax planning, um, you should really start. Yeah. And there is um, an under withholding penalty if mm -hmm. you are not withholding enough from your paycheck. And in years past, those penalties were, they were real, but they're not so substantial. But since the Fed has started rating interest rates, that means the rates the IRS is charging for your late payments is going up. Right. So, you know, it can really um, start to hurt. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we hope you did not have any surprises this tax season, but if you did, there are some steps you can take. Um, let's see. Yes. I think we hit some major points about investing. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Talk we don't know how to end this, do we? Yeah, we're having a little mental block today. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're too distracted by the warm weather in Chicago. Yeah, we have spring fever. Yeah, okay. a little bit. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Okay. Bye. Bye, Bye Emily. That will do it for this episode of Connecting the Dollars. Nothing discussed in this episode should be considered legal, financial, or tax advice. If you like what you heard, please subscribe for more at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your content. When you do, please give us a rating and a review. To see the links we mentioned in our show, along with other great Propel Financial Advisors content, go to ConnectingTheDollars.com. You can find our past episodes there and subscribe to our newsletter. And if you're still here because you have a general question, you can email us directly at info at connectingthedollars.com. Or if you're interested in working with us, click the schedule a consultation button on our website. Thank you for listening.